Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. It is draft day. First round is tonight. Already a member of our staff pacing in the hallway waiting for pick 20. Or number 10. If they move up. It's the Steelers. They never move up. What the heck are you doing? This is true. It's been like, what, over 15 years. Come on. I mean, the ride's open at Fantasyland. They're not moving up. Not going to go. And if they say they are, well, they're fibbing. Everybody's fibbing right now. Well, that's not true. This show's hallmark is trying to be honest. No, I'm talking about not, not, <laughs> not, not, every, <laughs> not everybody is fibbing. <laughs> <laughs> there was one thing I read this morning, 99.99%. The uh, probability of the Arizona Cardinals taking Kyler Murray tonight as the overall number one pick. I will be absolutely, I will, I'll, I'll fall off my couch tonight if, uh, if that doesn't happen. Uh, if it doesn't happen, I won't fall off my couch There's because there's going to be a level of caring on my part that's just not going to jive with falling off my couch. <laughs> it's like, you know what, after all these years, you do get to a point where you go, okay, whatever. Whatever you want to do, do it. I don't sit there go, oh, it's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, ooh and odd days are long gone. It's the Arizona Cardinals, for goodness sakes. They drafted Joe Namath in 1965 and offered him peanuts. The Jets offered him $400,000. The Cardinals like, oh, please. The AFL will never work. Boom. We've got Charlie Johnson. Right? They, that's what they said. We've got Charlie Johnson. Ooh. Now, you're asking yourself, who's Charlie Johnson? Well, I remember he wore number 12. That I do remember. But this is the Cardinals. These are the mistakes they make. It's what makes them the Cardinals. You can laugh about the Browns all you want, and you, most fans around here laugh about the Browns because they're Steeler fans. I'm not laughing about the. I'm not laughing at or about the Browns this year. That's for sure. First time in a long time, Steelers got to take them seriously. Seriously, right now they're better than you are. Yeah, on paper, yes. I think down the stretch they were better than you anyway. On the field. Down the stretch. Your team started 7-2-1 last year. Oh, yeah. They make the playoffs. The tie hurt. The tie did hurt. <sighs> yeah, if the Steelers move up, I just wonder how many picks that they'll give up. Maybe two picks. It could be maybe a... Uh... They're not moving up. <laughs> they're not moving up. You've got to remember who you're talking about. They're not going to move up. Now, you're going to have a lot of teams that will want to move down. This is the kind of draft you move down in. 
but you've got to find a willing partner that wants to go up. How many example, years? How many years in a row have the New England Patriots moved down? At least one. They, at least one move during one draft, they've moved down. I would have to say every year for the last what? Seems like what ten years at least since Belichick's been there. Now they're in an interesting spot about the ability to garner more picks in the future because they right now have six picks between thirty-two and one hundred and one. So they have to make a determination in New England as to whether they take a couple of picks, group them to move down, and then with the idea that they'll get more picks next year, not this draft, but next year, or whether they want to keep all six because of the depth of certain positions. I wouldn't even uh, surprise, I would, uh, the, out of that batch of picks, I wouldn't even be surprised that first or second selection they would move down and garner more picks. Well, again, this is there are only twenty legitimate, in my opinion, absolute first round picks in this draft. Twenty out of thirty-two. Now, I'm not saying the other, you know, the guys that'll get picked twenty-one to thirty-two probably would have been second round picks last year. Most of them would have, but there are only twenty legit first round picks in this draft. Now, let's get to what Bruce Arians has talked about. Bruce Arians. The head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers said, hey, look, our deal is we're taking the best guy on the board. You want to know why he said that? He said that because he says anytime you're drafting for need, he says you are close to being fired. What a prime example would be the Minnesota Vikings. Boy, they had some great receivers, Chris Carter and a couple of other guys, terrific. They came up in the draft... And you know who they picked? They picked Randy Moss. Right. Why did they pick Randy Moss? He was the best player on the board. That's the reason they picked Even though they had wideouts, he was the best player on the board. Turned out to be a Hall of Fame pick. I mean, it's There's no issue as you go through the draft to saying, okay, I need more offensive line help, I need more linebacking help, and you eventually get it. But in the first round, you probably have to go out and get the person you think is the best player available at that particular moment. Now, the Arizona Cardinals are all available to them, so if they think Kyler Murray is the best player available on that board, pick him. You know, figure out what to do with Josh Rosen later. Pick him. Go for it. Steelers, best player. The Steelers should go for the best player available. That happens to be a corner, and there's a corner they like that's there, fine. If it's not, I mean, you look back on, what was it? Was it when they drafted Artie Burns? Cincinnati stepped in front of them and picked the guy they wanted. I mean, no offense, but instead of picking Artie Burns, they just sort of picked the best guy left on the board. Up at any amount, they did that. That guy'd still be playing for him right now. You wouldn't even think twice about it. I mean, I, I heard Bruce Arians talking about this. I said, you know what? No matter what anybody says about the NFL draft, it's a roll. That, these are all rolls of the dice. How many guys have been picked in the top ten? Where you said, you know, why do they do shows every year saying greatest draft bust of all time? Because I think you've got some people sometimes because they they feel they need have a positional need they're going to try and fill it in this draft like 
figure it out another way. Pick the best person. Just pick the, the you look at the board and go, whoa. Okay, that's that's the best guy we got there. Well, we need a linebacker. No, that's the best guy. Go with the best guy available. Why not? If you got the first overall pick, all right. Now there's a reason you have the first overall pick. <laughs> you know you have needs. So you fill it. But after that, in my opinion, pick the best person available. Like take for example, the Niners are picking second. If Kyler Murray goes first, the Niners would then probably pick Nick Bosa. Well, if they pick Nick Bosa, guess what? He is the best person available on the board. Right? Now, knowing, not you, you you actually have common sense about your team. Thank you. Knowing a captain pace back and forth in the back in the back area, who texted me today about more IndyCar coverage, uh, I was like, what? On draft day, that's just great. It's, but does not surprise me at all. Yeah. So I texted him back. I said, are they running this year? <laughs> um <laughs> On a different network, yes. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. Yeah. Um, now, so the Steelers probably, you know, obviously people think they have a need at linebacker. I mean, look, the Ryan Shazier thing has thrown their entire defensive plan out of whack. You, you never in a million years think that's going to happen to your team. You've got a guy sitting there that is going to be a perennial, pro bowl, big time, funnel your defense through guy that's going to be there for years. And of all the awful freak things to happen, it's thrown, their defense has not been the same in any way, shape, or form since. Because he was the domino that made all the other dominoes function. Ah. Yeah, tonight's really going to be intriguing just looking at the quarterback situation. Will or will not the New York Giants take a quarterback at six? And will Washington, no. fearing that, yeah, no, are the, the Giants no, going to look Giants, at it? Yeah. The Giants will go edge rusher. I, I'm, I'm confident the Giants are not picking a quarterback at six. The Redskins are the team where if you're talking about, hey, I'd like to move down, the Redskins would be a team that I would say, hey, uh, would you like to move up? You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't. The Giants at six, in my opinion, I would be very surprised if they took a quarterback. I don't think there's a quarterback in this draft that's worth it being six. You know, after Murray, I want to make sure that. Now it doesn't mean I don't think Haskins is a first round draft pick. I do. I think Haskins is. I think Jones is an interesting prospect. I think Locke at Missouri is an interesting prospect. Is there a chance three quarterbacks will go in the top ten? No. No, not in this draft. Like last year. Not in this draft. Actually, three times this decade's that happened. Yeah, not in this draft. I, I think you're going to be hard-pressed to see three quarterbacks go in round one. You might see three in round one. Haskins and maybe Daniel Jones, then Locke goes in round two. Maybe. 
I'll give you another. Let me give you another team that, that needs to think about at some point a quarterback that never gets talked about. That's the Chargers. Yeah. Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, and Eli Manning all came out in the same class. They're all the same age. At some point, maybe it's not this year, but next year, the Chargers have to think about a quarterback. And Philip Rivers is coming off one of the truly great seasons of his very, very good career. I think you I mean, probably got, put the Saints in that category, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, the Saints are definitely in that category. At some point, you've got to start thinking about, okay, no Drew Brees, where do we go from here? But you don't. But not in round one. The Chargers are not going to pick a quarterback in round one. The Saints are not going to pick a quarterback in round one, in my opinion. Yeah, getting back to Daniel Jones, the Duke quarterback, it's it's either people are all in on that kid or they they just don't see it. They just don't get it. It's not it's nothing down the middle with him. Maybe it's just because of the the school, or I mean, it's definitely got nothing to do with Cutcliffe. No, but I think it has to do with his offensive line, his receivers. Trace McSorley's numbers suffered tremendously this year because of drops. But Daniel Jones, his receivers had more drops than Penn State's. His offensive line also was not very good. So you have to have... You really have to take a long, hard look at him. And I don't want to hear he looks a lot like Peyton Manning. I don't want to hear that. All right, there's one Peyton Manning, that's it. I mean, he's got to be judged as being Daniel Jones. He Although he did judged. say at one time it'd be awesome to learn under under uh, Eli Manning. Well, of course it would because yeah. you'd be paid to, paid to do it. All right, we'll come back with <laughs> <laughs> Be back more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. Get outside and clean up the yard. Yes, dear. Springtime means cleanup time, even at Sunbury Motors Ford. Sunbury Motors Spring Inventory Cleanup has begun. Once a year, SMC takes their entire new Ford inventory and prices them at levels not seen before. SMC is where you want to be to choose from 44 2019 Ford Escapes. This just in, Ford Motor Company and Sunbury Motors have increased the discounts on 2019 Ford Escapes. They're slashed to the lowest price ever offered to the general public. Now at an amazing $18,985. SMC is where you want to be for 2019 Ford F-150s starting at just $25,899. And SMC has 66 in stock. SMC is where you want to be if you want a brand new 2018 Ford Focus for $14,905. Hurry into Sunbury Motors Ford in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza. uneasy about my just pick the best player available deal you want specific people you want to move up you want to go on you want to take the guy that's going to change your team forever and sacrifice picks all over the place hey suit was sitting in there when i was saying all this and he wants them to move up 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 he wants them to get that 10th pick like adam Schefter says right that way they can draft the linebacker they want devin bush or white. Right? Is that what he wants? Either one of them, I don't think he'd complain about that. 
And in the end, isn't that the, the key? When's the last time we actually attended a game? Like, bought a ticket. All right, so... Um... <laughs> Very long time. <laughs> but it makes you wonder with a lot of these teams in the war room, you know, going against best player available, just to how much they overthink things. Oh, my goodness. It's, I mean, there's so much time. I, I think, you know, people are talking about the Raiders, for example, sending away all their scouts. Okay? To be honest with you, I don't think that's a bad strategy because scout, some, most teams don't even let the scouts into the war room. I think at some point it's going to be the general manager and the head coach sitting down and saying, okay, let's the two of us now. we got all this info here. Now it's the two of us. Null it out. I think the more, I think you, you get as many people as possible to give you input. But at some point with whatever, a week, ten days to go, boom, you shut the spigot off. And you sit in there and you make up your own mind. You follow your own gut instinct. You follow what you think is important. You try to, along with your head football coach, try to get a grasp as to what you think is best for your team. And then the two of you null it out and do it and come up with your plan. That's what I think. This, that's why the Raider Hall, they sent all their scouts away. Most teams don't let their scouts into the war room anyway. Some do. But, you know, they're trying to just cut back on, yo, hey, if I got a question for you, I'll call you. Okay? I got a question for you. I will call you. You know, if you want to be in the building, great, down the hallway, but you're not going to be in the war room. I don't want I don't want to have everything around me polluted by crosstalk. Okay? Let's just like let's go to a game. Why, for example, did Joe never wear headsets? He did not want to hear all the talk. Kind of want to just get a feel for the game himself. There was one season in, what, 2005? Joe called six plays. The result of all six plays were touchdowns. Because he just looked, saw, said, hey, look, I see something. Now, it's not going to be perfect. There will be plays that he called over the years that weren't successful either. But he, he kept it down to a minimum, and he picked his spots, and he did all this talk, ding, ding, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, it's the same thing with this. I don't think it's the same with any decision. At some point, the decision-maker needs to shut everybody out and make the decision. That's why you're sitting in that chair. You're the decision-maker. You can let everybody in the room, for a period of time, make up their mind. I mean, excuse me, give you the info, give you the analytics, give you the film, give you their first-hand impression, and so forth. Plus, if you're worth your salt, you've gone out and looked at some of these people yourself. But then you have to make up your mind. To me, Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin need to just, boom, have it set, okay? You know what? Here's our top 20 guys. Now, obviously, you've you've got a board of probably 300, but let's separate it out. Here are our top 20 guys. Because the Steelers are picking 20th. They don't need to put a 21st guy on there. And then you make up your mind as to what you're going to do. It sounds simple, but I think you're right, Sean. There is a tendency to overthink this. 
Now, who in our building would be accused of that? <laughs> He'll be the first to tell you he overthinks everything, and he's actually the first one to say it himself. Yeah. I tend to overthink things. I, on the other hand, don't. <laughs> that that drives him nuts. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Great to have you with us on the show today. It's the draft today. Eagles are in a great spot. I think they can pick best player available. And to be honest with you, I think the Steelers ought to do the same thing. Pick the best player available. Obviously, we've got uh, Senior Slice here telling me that they need defense. Yeah, Yeah, I got it. They, they need defense. I, I understand that. Uh, last I checked, though, it looked to me like you probably could use a running back somewhere. You, you know, you know, the one you have is injury prone. Uh, you probably could use another wide receiver. Last I checked, the guy that was playing out there is now with the Raiders. So you probably need that, too. Absolutely. Uh, but this, that's why you have seven rounds. That's why you have seven rounds. You can start... You know, you know, I would be the only running back that I would think has an outside shot of being a first-round pick is Jacobs of Alabama. And, you know, I think the Raiders have three picks in round one. He could be one of the three picks for the Raiders. I expect Miles Sanders to go tomorrow night. I think Miles Sanders goes tomorrow night. I think Connor McGovern goes tomorrow night. And I think Amani Oyewarie goes tomorrow night. It's been interesting in looking with Amani. Amani has length. I thought his 40 time in Indianapolis was really good. I think he has very good ball instincts. And I think that Amani is going to be picked tomorrow night. Because yesterday, of course, we had um, Pro Football Focus on. Well, guess where they have them? Now, remember, they've got all the analytics. They do all the tape. And believe me, you don't think the NFL guys take a long, hard look at what pro football focus says? Uh, yeah. They have him 35th on their board overall. 35. In other words, on their board, if everything went according to Hoyle, Amani Oriwari would be the third guy picked in the second round. So I think there might be three Penn State guys tomorrow night in rounds two, three. Then after that, it becomes a real roll of the dice. I think Sharif Miller gets picked on day three. Then after that, I think I think now it's going to be a wait and see on Ryan Bates. It's going to be a wait and see on Kevin Givens. And it's going to be a wait and see on Trace McSorley. This draft thing has become interesting. Look, young people have to make up their own minds as to what they want to do with their lives. 
So I completely understand that. But I think the I think that that they have to become better listeners. And this is what I mean about better listeners. I think you need to look. I think a head coach is in a really boy precarious spot, and they're in a precarious spot in everything. You don't want to be known as the guy that holds a guy back from the draft, right? Then it starts being used against you in recruiting. But you also have to have the ability somewhere along the line, I think, to give good, rock-solid advice. Now, allegedly, part of that is listening to what your draft grade is. It used to be uh, round one. I think it used to be round one. Two, three, four through seven, not drafted. Well, now they give you round one, round two, go back to school. That's how they do it now. And it's not deterring people. There are more players this year entering the NFL draft as underclassmen than ever before. The NBA, the NBA is the same thing. Now, part of the NBA is this. Obviously, let's take Lamar Stevens. He's entered his name for evaluation. But that's, you know, so technically he's entered into the draft. But I've seen more and more guys where I sit back and say, really? Charles Matthews of Michigan, I'm not coming back. Okay. Jordan Poole of Michigan. Now, Jordan Poole's draft grade right now is either second round undrafted G League. That's his grade. I'm done. I'm going I'm going pro. He'll be in the G League next year. Kyle Guy of Virginia. Well, they just won the national championship. That's fine. But guess what? He is the ninety-eighth rated player in a sixty person draft. Ninety-eight. Jordan Poole, by the way, is sixty-eight. Charles Matthews is sixty. That's why I shake my head at so many of these guys that make decisions. Like, I mean, there's certain guys, for example, Miles Sanders. He went. I thought, you know what? That makes total sense. I think Miles. This, you know, this is uh, a thin running back draft. He's going to stand out. It's going to help him. He had a really good thousand yard season. Did a lot of good things. Boom. I don't. I don't blame him at all for going early. Make total sense to me. Complete sense. Chris Godwin went, made total sense to me. Allen Robinson went early, made total sense. Barkley, no, 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 I told Barkley you had to stay. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, Barkley is a guy. And I've, and how many times have you heard me say about, for example, Lamar Stevens? Right? Get your evaluation. And I told, I told Lamar and his family that because they asked. Hey, what do you think? I told them. I said, I think I said, if you do that, I think you're making the wise choice. You should find out what the pros say. So believe me, I am very even and level-headed about which guys I think should go and which ones uh, uh, you are not ready yet. What are you thinking? The guys, you know, certain guys you look at. I remember Godwin. I kept thinking, hey, Godwin should go. Godwin's going to be, you know, he's going to be picked in the first three rounds. He should go. I thought the same thing about Miles Sanders. 
McGovern, I know, got a, must have got a good grade. So I'm like, okay, so I, I understood that. And I also understand individual player situations, too, and family situations. I understand that. Who is giving all this advice to these guys? There's going to be a lot of underclassmen not drafted tonight. I'm sorry, not drafted uh, by midnight on Saturday. They're not going to be drafted. There's going to be a lot of underclassmen that aren't. There are going to be a ton of underclassmen not drafted in June in the NBA. I I find it um, very oh boy I don't know it's just crazy the total number of players that decide to either forego and dive right into the NBA when you only have 60 selections in the draft I mean, the NBA is 60. You know, what does this draft have, 335, 336, something like that? Now, I just... It's just like this, uh, quite a few of them, just, they're going to throw caution to the wind, and I don't know if I'm going to get drafted unless I try. I don't know. I I just don't get some of the decisions. Some guys, it's an obvious decision. Some guys, you feel like, okay, it's that's close. Okay? You feel, okay, that's close. And, uh, and then other guys, you sit back and say, really? <laughs> really? And now we get to the part where, unfortunately, you feel like really is going to happen for them. Really? That's their life. They want to give it a shot. It's always been a dream, too. It's always been a dream of these guys. As I say, every single player that's recruited by a Power 5 school, what are they thinking? They're thinking this is my next step to the NFL. Well, being if you're being recruited by Alabama, Penn State, Ohio State, Florida State, of course you're thinking that because there've always been great pipelines to get to the NFL from schools like that, and you know USC, UCLA, whatever. You're always thinking that, and. Now we're in a culture where it's so, oh, boy. Now let's flip it to the other side. This is a basketball example. Miles Bridges. He came back for his sophomore year. Everybody thought he was nuts. <laughs> Look, if you're a lottery pick, you got to go. you got to go. And he stayed, he stayed a year, and guess what? He's a perfect example of why, why guys are one and done. He was projected as the 12th overall pick in the draft after his freshman year. He had a really good sophomore season and ended up 14 because more players, of course, were entering the draft. Well, you're going to find tonight they'll be underclassmen taken early, which will be fine. But those guys were obvious. 
Those guys were obvious. We'll take a break. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. So Kyler Murray probably number one tonight. Nick Bosa number two. And then the Jets pick and the fun begins. It is not a sexy draft because last year the first overall pick was a quarterback. Second overall pick was a generational player. Third overall pick was a quarterback. Well, it's not that kind of draft. This is a very heavy uh, line draft, especially defensive line. Edge rushers, defensive tackles. If you are a football purist, this is your kind of draft. If you're a casual fan saying, where's the excitement? You might not have a wide receiver picked in the first round of the draft. I'm not so sure there is one worthy, to be honest with you. A lot of people talked about DK Metcalf, but uh, not so sure. Not so sure. DK Metcalf gives one the um, Pedro Serrano feeling. Where he hits the fastball and then, uh, Harris, why don't you try some breaking stuff? Boom. Can't hit it. Well, Metcalf in a straight line will just crush you. He will crush you. But when it comes to, like, making moves, you know, getting that separation because of a move, that's not his, that's not his deal. That's where the problem comes in. I keep getting more texts from the suit. I mean, look, do you want Kevin Colbert's number? Okay, you want his cell phone? I'll just give you... I I should have just given him Colbert's cell phone. That way, he can harass him about the Steelers pick instead of me. Don't give suit Scraps' number. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Scrap, Scrap and I go back 40 years. That's right. 40 years. There's no way in the planet he's getting that number. <laughs> okay? okay. There's also one other number that there's no way in the planet he's getting that number either. <laughs> Guess which number that is? Franklin's number. No, he can't have that one either. <laughs> no, uh, Hammer's number. Yes, Hammer's number. No way in the plane. I, I, I I've got two tickets to the IndyCar event. I want to go. <laughs> I wonder if he knows if I have Hammer's number. He may not know that. Uh, yeah, let me check Jack here. You may want to change your name. <laughs> <laughs> So, by the way, we'll have draft coverage tonight on WKOK.com, thanks to CBS Sports Radio. Phillies-Marlins tonight. They start a four-game weekend set. Phillies going to wear the throwback powder blues tonight. Aaron Nola on the mound. Well, how, do you, how do you know the game's pitch. taking place tonight? Hmm? I mean, how do you know the game's taking place tonight? Reese Hoskins is still rounding the bases. <laughs> I mean, last night's game isn't even over yet. Wow. That was a nice, relaxing pace Relaxing? <laughs> Somebody said it took 34 seconds? It was quite long. I mean, that's 360 feet. (laughs) We'll get the time on that. 
I think somebody said it was 34 seconds. 34.23. Longest in the MLB this season, first over 30 seconds. In the past, Reese Hoskins' longest trot was 28.88. Bartolo Colon hit a home run in 2016. That took 30 and a half seconds to... Yeah, but that was as fast as he can go. <laughs> Wasn't he, what, 58? I mean, something like that. I mean, that, I mean that, that for Bartolo Colon, okay? That's brisk. That was, the, okay, that was as close to a dead sprint as he can do. <laughs> Suits Suit says he'd like to have half the phone, half the numbers of my phone. Oh, I would, too. Ugh. Oh, for goodness sakes. These are, these are people I need to get in touch with. Right? They trust me. If I give if, if I give him some of the numbers in my phone... Oh, forget it. Okay? Forget it. I'll be cut off. Credibility, <laughs> gone. I'll, I'll be cut off. They'll be looking at me like, what'd you do? I'm like, ah. The dude said he needed it. Like, you know, I said, well, he calls every two hours. <laughs> I only text him right? once. Uh, okay, four and times. I don't, right? And I don't want to go to Pocono. <laughs> oh man. Uh Jack always asked me by the way about TV ratings. 32 NBA playoff games. Okay. The ratings are down for 27 of the 32. Wow. I heard hockey ratings this year are up double digits at least 10%. That'll well, be inter- that'll be interesting going forward. <laughs> That's going to be interesting going forward. Now that the caps are out, caps are out, penguins are out. Yep. Okay, lightning out. Yep. Uh, Calgary Flames are out. All I mean, <laughs> what do I always say? Make the tournament, and then see what happens. That's why somebody was complaining to me about Roethlisberger signing his contract. I said, "Look, I said all you have to do is aim to be the number six seed. That's all you need." Once you get in, if you hit the right matchup, you can win. If you get the right matchup, you can win. Huh? Right? I mean, last year, you, when it got to the AFC and NFC championship games, you had, what, the top two seeds in each. But guess what? The road team won both games. Packers is a six seed one. Giants is a six seed one. Steelers is a six seed one. So believe me, if you're if you're a six, just get in. If you get the right matchups, you can win. So Roethlisberger, you're darn right out of giving him the money. Out of giving him the money in a heartbeat, because what I'm going to hand the keys of the car to Josh Dobbs? Mm-mm. Well, I think down the road he's going to be good. Or Mason Rudolph, not just yet. No, 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 no. I, I I have not seen Mason Rudolph take a single snap. I haven't either. Since Oklahoma State. Yeah. Because you want you want to know how many minutes of preseason football I watched last year? Zero. None. None. Oh, you know, prop bets. Yo, I'll give you what prop bets. There's a lot of prop bets on the draft tonight. A lot of prop bets. Let me give you an example as to why you maybe want to stay away from prop bets. Okay. When the Giants played the Patriots in Indianapolis in the Super Bowl. One of the prop bets was, how often will the network show Peyton Manning rooting for Eli? 
Okay. You know what the answer ended up being? The actual answer? Six? Give Zero. <laughs> Peyton didn't attend the game. <laughs> Peyton went to the Indianapolis Colts facility and watched the game there because he did not want to be a distraction for Eli. That's why you don't do prop bets. Dave Sims, old friend, great announcer. The Voice of the Mariners, next half hour. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. 